Welcome to Prime Cohesion. Please join us as we move forward in this endeavor. We hope you join us for some banter and laughs as we touch on the real life topics that united us. So if you know a good chunk about this pact act, would you uh, explain it? Well, I read a bunch about it mainly because I knew it was going to expand the VA healthcare, which like Tater said earlier, it's sad that we had to have an act to come along and bring about these changes when it should have just been, it should have been there from the start. The VA should have taken care of these people regardless, but they weren't taking care of people because they weren't, they wouldn't validate their ailments. And this PACT Act kind of takes care of that. It takes more uh, presumptive exposure locations for Agent Orange and radiation. They, they do more of the presumptive. So you're, you're, uh, you're saying that they wouldn't recognize this and treat for it? Right. They would that's say crazy. Uh, that's not because of that, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow for the toxic exposure and all that. But now they're providing for toxic exposure screening to every veteran enrolled in VA so they can say, okay, yeah, you have this. And, and because you were a veteran and you were in war and you were, you were there either during Vietnam, Gulf War, or the post 9-11. You were overseas and in in country during these uh, time frames and were exposed. Then we will pay for the treatment and we will take care of you. And now you'll you'll have health care because before they were just kind of ignoring them. They were like, "Well, there's nothing we can do about that. That that has nothing to do with your service," which yeah. was bullshit. Yeah. That's nonsense. Yeah. That's like my neighbor, Russ. He's He's been coughing since he went in the Marine Corps boot camp. It's been yeah. 20 years. And then COVID come along, and he, he, he coughs every, like, three minutes. He's got this little weird hack sound. Yeah, he could have been exposed to anything. Well, he, and some guys that were affected, I don't know if this covers that. It probably doesn't, but... The VA should cover something for this, but a lot of guys, a lot of the inoculations that we got and stuff and all the overseas screenings that we got, because mm-hmm. we were shot up for everything from yellow fever to fucking Spanish flu to chicken pot, whatever. They, they fucking shot you full of shit. And depending on what area you were going to, you were getting either malaria vaccination or like I said, smallpox, fucking whatever. You were getting a vaccination and it was usually a battery of like, six, eight shots that they were giving you at the same time uh, for yellow fever and blah, 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 depending on what part of the world you were going to. And some guys didn't react well to all those inoculations. I mean, not everybody's the same, obviously. So, I mean, 90% of the population, it doesn't affect them at all, but that 10% fucks them up. And then you have no recourse. You can't do anything about it. Your government property anyway, so... They don't really give a shit. You sign on the dotted line, brother. That's a change you take. Hmm. Unfortunate. Which is shitty the way they treated you, but this kind of helps bring things back into perspective, at least, and it brought awareness, which was nice. So now, all the way back to Vietnam, 
these guys can get treatment. So there's not a whole lot of Vietnam vets left. But I mean, it's not like World War II vets, but uh, I mean, the Vietnam vets have been, those are my dad's age. So they're yeah. starting to be gone. BW has complications from Agent R. Who? BW, uh, Big Mama's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's, uh, now that's covered. The VA will cover it. So you can go in after the fact and they'll take care of you. Like I could always go because I'm a veteran. Like if I was divorced or if I would never got married or anything like that, I could always go to the VA for whether you retire from the military or you just served at one time or another, you can always go to the VA. You're covered in the VA for the rest of your life. The problem is it's a double-edged sword because anybody that served can always go to the VA is the reason the VA is never available because there's just too many veterans and not enough VA. Yeah. So it guys just back. get kind of thrown to the side. That's what we said before. It, they need to open this up where you're not pinned into the corner, pinned into a corner having to go to the VA. It just costs more money. You save yeah. so much money doing it any other way. Well, so I have two thoughts on this, which I really probably shouldn't go into all this, but the first thought is like we talked about before me and Tater touched on it too, was allow veterans to go to any doctor they want to go to. And the government picks up the bill, which sounds great in theory. And I love that idea. And I think that's the way it should be. My problem is I don't think that doctors wouldn't find a way to take advantage of that and just bleed the fucking government dry because they know it's government money and they there's no there's no end to that pocket they would just be charging through the fucking roof to treat these veterans they'd charge the government which essentially charges you and me taxpayers that much money to take care of veterans so it's kind of a that in in and of itself is a double-edged sword which how do you regulate that? If there was a way to keep them like, okay, if you're treating a veteran, then it has to stay within this parameter. Well, then you're once again, limiting the amount of doctors that will be willing to see veterans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a perfect world, it would work. They would just treat veterans and not try to rape the government for as much money as they can get out of them. But well, I think that's the way it would happen. They could, eat, they could police it with the Medicare system and just, you know, between the Medicare administration and the VA administration, that should not be a big problem. It, it shouldn't be unsurmountable. You don't think? I don't know. I, I mean, it I is would... the federal government. They, they can find a way to screw it up, but. They can fuck anything. They could fuck up anything. But I, I think that would be the ideal. I don't understand why our health care costs so much in general. Because people are greedy and, and also in America, I think one of the biggest reasons is malpractice. And because so many people are so litigious in this country, they will sue at the drop of a hat that doctors insurance rates have gone through the fucking roof. So they have to charge because doctors pay an, uh, just an astronomical amount for malpractice insurance now because they've been sued so many times for frivolous bullshit that now their prices are through the roof for their insurance. So they have to pass that on in order to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I get what you're saying. I think some malpractice is real. And I think, Oh, like absolutely. It is. I, th I think you're right. I think, 
in a civil suit. All right, if if this guy's it's just I don't know, let's say doctor cut this guy's finger off and he didn't have to cut his finger off. He could have given him some drugs or something, it would have been fine. Or he cut the wrong finger off. Yeah, or that, you know, whatever. Is that really worth thirty million? Exactly. But people get it. And it's I know. right. So yeah, you're right. It is a it's a double edged sword for sure. And because pharmaceutical like, companies don't help. So if I go to the doctor, obviously, if he tells me you need A, B, and C because you have E, F, and G wrong with you. Okay. You need this. Okay. Well, I don't have a medical degree. People always say, oh, do your research and do this. And do, do I know? I'm supposed to presume that I know better than this guy that went to umpteen years of fucking college to learn how to work on the human body. I'm supposed to say I know more than him. I don't fucking know. So I trust this guy. Let's pause it for a second. <laughs> so you go to the VA in that instance. How do you get a second opinion if you're stuck going to the VA? You don't. You can't. You have to trust the VA. That's how the VA works. You don't have any recourse. That's why most of these guys that have gone there with lost limbs or whatever, you're stuck with the VA's prosthetic. Unless you can get a, even if that VA prosthetic sucks and it doesn't work for you, it's almost an act of fucking Congress to be able to go to an independent person or somebody would have to come to you that says, no, this company makes fucking fantastic prosthetics. You need to go to them. But to get the VA to pay for it is like, Pulling teeth. You can't. See, it's almost impossible. And that's wrong. Did you, did you, Smitty, did you watch Dope Sick? No, and it looked fantastic. I haven't watched it yet. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And it, it's really sickening what, what the, uh, that was about the opiates, right? They're getting kid, people yeah. hooked on Percocet and shit like that. Mostly oxycodone. Oxycodone, well, right, yeah, right, right. It focuses on oxycodone. So getting back to, the PACT Act. Oh, that's now, what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they now allow for um, presumptive conditions for toxic exposure. So what that means is, because to get a VA disability rating, your disability must connect to your military service. So for most of, most of those conditions, you need to prove that your service caused your condition. But for some conditions they automatically assume now or presume that your service caused your condition. And those are called presumptive conditions. So they consider a condition now presumptive when it's established by a law or a regulation. So this PACT Act kind of leads into that. So now if you have a presumptive condition, you don't need to prove that your service caused the condition. You only need to meet the service requirements for that presumption. So if they're saying that between this time and this time that, the burn pit caused this particular condition and you serve during that time, then you automatically are allowed to be treated for it. Hmm. So now these people don't have to go through hell and high water to try and say, Hey, no, I was part of the burn pits and this, that, and the other. I was there during that time, or I was in Vietnam during agent orange. And that's why I know now all you have to do is prove that you served during that time in order to be, treated under the VA and covered. Yeah, so this covers the guys that got exposed when they set the oil rigs on fire in Iraq and all yeah, that. All that, yeah. That's good. It's kind of like the uh, commercials that you hear about the um, hearing loss from the uh, the earbuds that they that yeah. gave guys. 
but this actually i mean it goes deep like the vietnam era veterans now based on the pact act two new agent orange presumptive conditions of high blood pressure and this other monoclonal gamopathy of undetermined significance blah 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 you get covered for that you get covered by five new locations in vietnam including like cambodia and different places and you also get covered for uh radiation stuff in uh during the cleanups of certain areas if you just serve during the vietnam era so it helps take care of all those people there's a lot of things and all the post 9-11 burn pits uh if you were a combat veteran, everything that happened during combat is just automatically taken care of. And then it just helps. I think it was three and a half million. It's going to affect about three and a half million veterans. So that's a lot of people that are going to get coverage. Yeah. I've never really, that's, you know, I, I think I said this last time, they shouldn't, they fought for our country in one way or another. They shouldn't have to fight for their health care. Like, dude, just cover the shit. No, why, just, do, why are we not. even talking about it? You're absolutely right. The fact you said it right when you said the fact that we had to have this act passed to get these guys covered is ridiculous. It is. It's 100% ridiculous. They should have been covered off the rip. Oh, you mm-hmm. served? Okay. But like I said before, the problem is there's three and a half million veterans. Well, there's not that many people that work for the VA. So you have this, all these people trying to funnel in to a VA system that just can't handle it. The whole VA thing really needs to be either rethought or just done away with. And like we said, let these guys go to any doctor they want to and cover it under, like Jason said, a Medicare type situation or something like that. Because it's just... A lot of these guys don't even go to get the help they need because it's more stress than they want to take on just to go to the VA. Think about all the people in this area that have to go to downtown Atlanta to go to the VA. And sit there five, six, eight hours. They're like, fuck that shit. I'm not going. Come back and tell you a horror story. Yeah. And the ones that are there and that are sitting there for four to six hours, well, you know, they, they desperately need whatever is there. And they're not getting seen. I hate it. But, and that's one of the, there's a buddy of mine who relies on the VA. Um, He served and he was asking me about my VA benefits and this, that, and the other. And I said, oh, I've never taken advantage of them. He's like, why not? I was like, because I don't fucking need it. I'm not going to go take up somebody's time for my bullshit when there's people that really actually need this. I'm not going to go get in the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got I've got health care through my job. I'll go take care of it that way. I'm not going to go get in that fucking system and just clog it up even worse. I mean, you said there's three and a half million vets. That'll be um, covered. That this affects that'll actually help them now that they weren't getting it before. Until next well, time. Yeah, until next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions or comments about the program, we can be reached at primecohesion at gmail.com. 
You can find the Nichols Center at www.nicholscenter.org backslash guardians project or 404-736-2267.